Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. That's Tapes and Scouts. Hey, we're here. You already knew that because you listened to the intro. Yeah, that that played. Why'd you listen to that? Why did you? I like the intro. The intro's fun. Yeah. We're doing videos and stuff. Videos. Again. again I've got to get used to it. Yeah, this is what, the sixth one? 200, 201, 202, The 7,000th one. You get to watch fun stuff like us counting on our fingers. And Tim looking confused. My favorite part is these are less edited and less polished than our audio versions, which is really good. We're like really just like, look how bad we are. At this, if my wanna, favorite part. Yeah, if you want to see how much worse we can get, yeah, you're missing out if you're not on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, get on here for sure. Make sure you you subscribe, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. give us a like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually yeah. we'll stream this probably. It'd be even even less polished. Yes, it's gonna be so cool. So little polish on yeah, there. Just I don't going in polish. Lubeless. Oh, well, lubeless. Yes, it's just all the friction and hoping the smegma gets you there. So about movies, I got a movie from 2001. It's a children's film. That's sure, yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's right. Stone. That's a good transition. Yes, I yeah. watched it on February 27th, 2023. It is two hours and 32 minutes precisely. It is a fantasy family film directed by Mr. Christopher Columbus. No, not that one. Oh. Starring Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint. They're all in all of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Every single one. Wow. Yes. It's a good idea to start with them. Yes. Yeah. This is a, this is a slog of a run here. So yes. you're going to get them all in a row. Spoiler alert. I was really, really nice to everyone and not just watching them out of order or with other movies intermittently <laughs> woven in. I did like it when you did all the uh, the Elm Street ones, That's, all, just in whatever order. That I was, rolled the dice. It was so much fun. Yeah. I had fun with it. Yeah. That is that is the way you would have of it. How many things have we done on the show because we rolled the dice? Well, a lot. More than three. <laughs> More than three. Confirmed. <laughs> um, your summary for this one. An orphaned boy enrolls in a school of wizardry where he learns the truth about himself, his family, and the terrible evil that haunts the magical world. Why is there always some evil, man? Can't evil. people just get along with their magic? N- no, even with magic, it's still problems. Mm. Yeah. I feel like at this point I should mention I've never seen any of these movies. <laughs> Have you read any of the books? No. Wow. Okay. I've you... avoided. That's good. I'm going to spoil the hell out of them for you. It's fine. Okay, good. It hasn't been important to me as of yet. I was so. going to say, you've had a minute. It's been since 2001. Yeah. Maybe I'll just go play that game. I've heard I've heard <laughs> that you will be uh, bashed pretty hard on Twitch. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. So, I, I mean, a good hazing. Any, any press is good press. That's right. We take it right here. Tapes and scales. Uh, my thoughts on this movie. Uh, yes, I have some. Good news for all of you. It is definitely iconic, right? Like everybody kind of knows the look. Even if you haven't seen the movies, you know the, yeah. the way it looks. You know Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. You know the snowy owl Hedwig. You've probably heard the delightful John Williams Hedwig's theme, which is kind of the Harry Potter main bit mm. of business. The I was going for five seconds. I'm good. All right. All I good. Just can't risk it. I mean, days. it sounds just like a piano. So you do. You're too good. I am. Too good. Very misleading. Yes. That's not a piano, people. You saw it here you, first. You sounded like an owl playing a piano. That's my my speciality. Yeah. Yes. I think that he does a really good job of building this world. 
the it's impressive how seriously it's handled. Like it's not trying to be like it's obviously a kids film, so people are right. hamming it up. They're playing it fairly straight for the most part. A little cartoony here and there around the edges, but not too bad at all. Like I think it really helps define the tone of these films, which gets much much darker in the subsequent follow ups. Like this is Sam and I went back and forth when we started watching this because like these are kids. Like it started off as a kids book, but it very much came to define the YA or young adult yeah. subgenre. So right. it really is kind of the standard that everybody comes to think of as these go on of what is a young adult story and I mean these go way I mean like if you were a kid when you read this you were coming out a man on the other end because there was right. a lot and it was quite a lot of years too and they really cranked these movies out over the, the series of a uh, decade they got all these done eight movies in a decade they were churning them out but those kids they get older it's true. No growth hormones for them. No. Or anti-growth hormones, I guess. De-evolution pill. Or de-evolution spray, right? That's a Pokemon thing? Yes. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, yeah, I Squirtle. like... <laughs> Squirtle. Squirtle. I, I like this one. This one is definitely up there on the list for me. I think that it... Columbus had so much heavy lifting to do, and I think he was extremely successful in setting a tone for all these movies. The look of everything is so iconic. Everybody knows what the castle looks like from a distance and all the kids in a boat. Like, there's just all these really strong, iconic images that came from this film, and they were all because of the really strong choices that Columbus and the art department made and everybody brought to life, which is kind of the point. Very cool. Yeah, I think it flows well as a film. It doesn't get lost. I'm going to talk. This is, and just kind of spoilers for later episodes, I have an extremely hard time separating the source material from the films. Oh, okay. And it's actually, when it got to the last two, the last two cover one book. Right, part one, part two. I hated the six movies so much, I never watched the last two movies. Wow. Yeah. So this will be my wow. first time watching this. All the rest of these up to that one are a rewatch. That's so fun. Those last two are first view for me. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> Just also a spoiler, I guess, for the sixth one. I hated it so much. But how will I feel upon revisit? You don't know. Better you come back. Know. You don't know. Let's get into them scores. I like scores. IMDb says 7.6 out of 10. Oh, they do have those two numbers. Yes, they do. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics, 200 critics. Exactly 200. 81%. Okay. And then the audience, 200. 150,000 plus verified muggles, 82%. All right, that's fairly definitive, I think. Yep, I'm coming in just a skosh lower than everybody else, but still strong, 7.5. Okay, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's a fine watch. Very cool. Yeah. Well, let's go somewhere very different. Oh, please. You ready to hear about a real piece of shit? Oh, here always. we go. Dominator. 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 Uh, 2003. Okay. I watched this February 17th, 2023. It's an hour 40, your genre animation comedy sci-fi. Okay. Directed by Tony Luke. Tony Luke. That guy. The cheesesteak guy. That's the guy. Probably. <laughs> uh, starring Sarah Backhouse, Doug Bradley, Uh-oh. Alex Cox, and Danny Filth. There's a certainly some names there. There's some names there that don't really go together, right? No, no. Yeah. 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 Yep. IMDb movie summary. After a civil war in hell, Lucifer has been defeated, and the key to hell is in Lord Desecrator's grasp. However, the rebellious Dominator has his own thoughts and keeps the key to hell away from Lord Decimator and is forced to fight off his forces. Blah, blah, blah. I just stopped writing the summary. It went on forever. It was really bad, just like this movie. So I put this on because it's a weird animated. I didn't realize how badly animated it is. This is terrible CGI. Just the worst. And there was 
better out there for sure. I said Doug Bradley. I like Doug Bradley. He's Me Pinhead. Too. He's oh, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danny well, Danny Filth, the singer from Cradle of Filth. Okay, what is this? Yeah. It's garbage is what it is. Oh. It is awful. 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 My first bullet point, awful. <laughs> It looks like a PlayStation game. It looks like a PlayStation game is how I would describe this animation. It's Yikes. super bad. Polygons. Uh, I like a good heaven versus hell kind of story. This is kind of hell versus hell, but this is not good. This is terrible. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. It's really, really bad. This is um, not Spawn. It's not Spawn. Uh, maybe that's what they were thinking. Uh, it felt like a giant commercial for Cradle of Filth. Huh. Sure. Uh, but I feel like they even failed with that. Oh, my wife wanted to leave, but uh, realized it only had about 15 minutes left. She struggled, really struggled. And uh, did I mention it's awful? So that's it. This thing's a piece of shit. It looks okay. cool. Like if you see the the art for it, you're like, what is this? This is gonna be great, Doug Bradley. That's what I did. Don't do don't do what I did. We are here to teach you lessons. That's what this is about. Yes, indeedly. Yeah, so we're already done. It's that bad. IMDb gave it a 4.1. Whoa. What? (laughs) Uh, Rotten Tomato Critics, it has a zero. Okay. The audience score, it has a 9%. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Who do you think hated it more, me or the wife? Sounds, I'm going to come out with you on this one. I gave it a 1.5. Okay, that's pretty low. Is that lower than Murder Party? (laughs) Uh, yes, yes, and the wife gave it a one. Shit. It is garbage. No, you don't did. Yes, cautionary tale this week. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Yes, take us somewhere else. One year previous, 2002. Yes. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Ooh, there's a chamber? Ah, directed by Chris Columbus Still, starring Kenneth Branagh, Richard Harris, and Maggie Smith. Amongst hey. the previous ones that I said, yeah. your IMDb, this is not an IMDb movie, so this is a Max original here. Oh shit, them Hogwarts kids are in trouble. What's going on, Harry? Follow the spiders. Get in that chamber. Save our ship before it gets wrecked. Jinkies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. That's so is, good. That is precise, by the way. If you, yeah. ever saw, if you ever see the movie, be like, holy shit, Max said everything that happens in this film. Oh, man, if I watch all of them and that's like seven rewind episodes in a row, that'd be fun. <laughs> I don't think it would be. No, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> you got to get through all these long-ass movies. Yeah, I'll, I'll do one a year as there a rewind. <laughs> uh, my thoughts on this movie are obviously not quite the film previous to it. Chris Columbus definitely does a good job of making it feel darker and more dangerous. A lot of this movie kind of elevates the scary from the first one's not very scary. It's more of a fantasy. This one becomes more treading into dark fantasy. Okay. Like, oh no, bad things are happening. Like, what does this mean for us? Are we in trouble? What's going on? Like, it's pretty cool the way she weaves into the story. Like, things get deeper and deeper. Like, this one, it's like, the school might close. And for Harry, this is like... Everything to him, living with his aunt and uncle. He's shoved in a broom closet under the stairs for his pretty much his entire young adulthood. And we've all been there. We have. And it's really uh, like he hates being there. And this was like his first look at freedom and a life he didn't know. And the fact that he this could be shut down is brutal to him. Did he befriend the broom? He, I mean, he always befriend. He'll befriend a broom. Okay. He loves a good broom. Nice. Old Harry. But it's, it's a fun movie. It feels very much like the first one. We start to see the first hints of a lot of things that get omitted in this one. So it's a really like, oh, uh, like, oh, 
come on, like, why wasn't that thing that I really liked in there? But I say that not because it really impacts the flow of the film. The film's still paced just fine, but you're going to see a lot of these hiccups really start to affect things later Mm. because so much of this stuff that they're setting up is foundational. And what's interesting is these movies started before all the books came out. Right. So they didn't know what they, they didn't know what they didn't know. So they were kind of omitting things that ended up being important details that are just like, now how do you explain this? Or you have to like bring it up all of a sudden out of the blue just to explain something away. It feels really thin later. It's a tough spot to be in. It is. It absolutely is a lot of movies. Right. For sure. And a lot of world building going on here. But I enjoy it. It's definitely not as good, but uh, Kenneth Kenneth Branagh by himself is worth the price of admission here. Okay. It's very fun in this movie. IMDb, 7.4, so slightly lower. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 82%. There's 237 of them. So they gave it 1% higher, Interesting. oddly enough. Interesting. The audience, still the same number, 250,000 plus, plus verified muggles, 80%. So yeah. down 2%. We're all still in that same cluster, though. Which yes. Is good. Yep. This one's a little bit of a downstep for me. Still enjoyable, but a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Still fun. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to randomly guess that the fourth one's your favorite. Okay. You'll so find out. I will. Episode. Yeah. Ooh. But before we get there. We have a whole other movie to discuss. I hope we've got one more. I hope this is better. Black Death. Black Death. Black Death. Okay. Yeah, this one's better. Okay. Um, I watched it February 20th, 2023. It's an hour 42 action drama horror. Horror? Directed by Christopher Smith. Okay. Starring Eddie Redmayne. Oh, I know him. Sean Bean. Oh, I know him. And Kimberly Nixon. Also know her. There it is. Yeah. Your IMDb movie summary. Set during the time of the first outbreak of bubonic plague in England, a young monk is given the task of learning the truth about reports of people being brought back to life in a small village. Village. This has a really great performance by Carrie Van Houten, who was uh, Melisandre in Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. She's so good in this. Very cool. I think she's the standout by far. Nice. That's really cool. So it's it's really interesting. There's uh, a monk, and he's kind of a shitty monk. He's kind of like having sex, and like he's like, I don't know about this plague and religion and life. He's like, I don't know about any of this. So he's kind of like trying to go on this mission to check out this town, so he can kind of get away. And he's going to try to run away with this girl. Everything's very not what you would expect initially. Okay. But Sean Bean comes in. He's the leader of the the group that's going to go investigate, and they go to this town. And this town is weird from jump. It is super weird. Super weird. Super weird. And you definitely know something's going on, but you're the whole time you're in the town, which is most of the second half of the movie, you're trying to figure out, is something supernatural going on or is this just weird people? Mm. And it's kind of fun because the, well, fun, but the plague is happening at the same time. So sometimes that will affect people as well. Um, They'll lose people along the way just to the plague, which will affect how they kind of are treated in this town. And I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was very interesting. It ends differently than I would have expected. Mm. It's very dirty and grimy, like something of this time would look. That's cool. Uh, It has some great moments for sure. It's not the strongest thing I've ever seen, but, you know, for a movie of Game of Thrones cast-offs thrown into a movie. Sure. It's pretty good. Nice. Pretty fun. I like that. Yeah. So IMDb, they gave it a 6.4. 6.4. That's right. Rotten Tomato Critics, 71%. Okay. That's much higher than zero. Much higher. The audience, though, 10,000 plus, they gave it 49%. Not loving it. I gave it a 7. I thought it did everything it said it was going to do. The wife gave it a 6. Not bad. Yeah. I think it's a fun movie. The Black Death confirmed. Decent. Black Death. Black Death. Yeah. It's probably 30 of those. 